we have a lot of content available that we've already made. So I encourage businesses to look back on what you've already produced and try to come up with a way to reintroduce that so that you're not reinventing the wheel necessarily, but you're also not having to spend more money, you know, doing a new video or getting another employee in. You know, you can um, repurpose a lot of your content. Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Go Rogue Podcast. My name is Brian Fitton. This is the podcast dedicated to doing marketing differently, giving value, serving your audience, and building your brand. And so we try to do that every single week by bringing on some amazing people to talk about topics that are interesting to you. So if you can, make sure you subscribe to our podcast if you haven't already. Um, but also today, I have my co-host with me, uh, Miss Lauren Lewis. How's it going, Miss Lauren? Going good. How are you, Brian? Doing well. Doing well. I am uh, very excited to have also another amazing guest on. She's now three times has been on the show, and we've gotten amazing feedback from her episodes. But Miss Amy Morgan of Pediatric Dental Associates and Orthodontics. Hey, Amy. Hello, everyone. How are y'all? Good. We love your background. So if you're not watching, by the way, on video right now, you should be, uh, because Amy has like the most colorful background of probably any of our guests we've ever had. It's all here. It's a <laughs> <laughs> nice. You have, and you have your farm. your farm. Yeah, exactly. That's all yeah. set up there. It looks amazing. Uh, so make yeah. sure you guys, if you guys don't know, we we publish our episodes on YouTube as well. Um, and so make sure you go over there if you'd like to watch what we're doing and and see Miss Amy's lovely face and all the uh, the fun activities in the background. Uh, so you're in your Bentonville office, correct? That is correct. Yes, I am currently. Um, singularly operating out of this practice all by my lonesome right now. Oh, I mean, it's probably nice, but also not fun in the same sense. <laughs> it, it can be a little lonely at times, but that's okay. Getting lots of work done. Happy to do it. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Well, and this is obviously... Uh, COVID-19 has affected everybody and especially small businesses. And so that's why um, we really wanted to talk with you guys today about how to serve your community digitally during this this crazy time and all the things that are that are happening right now. And so Amy has always done a great job with storytelling and involving, you know, even her, uh, the you know, the employees of Pediatric Dental Associates. And, and so it is one of those things that like she does it really well. And so we wanted to have her on to be able to talk about how they're connecting with their community right now. And so um, but before we get into that, we always like to start start it off with uh, something fun. So what is that, Lauren? All right. We like to start all of our episodes off with what are you obsessed with this week? So starting with our guest, Miss Amy, what are you obsessed with? Um, yes. So obviously, we're in a totally different time right now. And um, I am super obsessed with puzzles and television. Puzzles and television? Is there a particular yes. puzzle that you are... Really well, that's right what I, okay. So, yes. Yeah, so there is a set of puzzles out now that I don't know if y'all seen them online or anything, but they're gradient. So they go from like one color to another. So from like pink to light pink or whatever, they're very hard to put together, but I'm super obsessed. So that's been fun. So I've been stalking because you can't find them anywhere. Oh, so lots of online ordering for that. And then for TV, I've just been super obsessed with um, actually Little Fires Everywhere, which just came out on Hulu, which is a book that they turned into a TV show. It's got Reese Witherspoon and Kerry Washington in it. And that is like debuting on Hulu, kind of like a TV show. It only comes on every Wednesday night. 
And then also we are watching Community on Hulu and Golden Girls. We're into the Golden Girls now. (laughs) So every night we're like old people and we sit down and watch Golden Girls. Nice. I love love me some Golden Girls. Golden Girls is awesome. Um, And when you go back and watch it as an adult, it is is very entertaining. (laughs) You're wondering why your parents let you watch it. But yes, very good. That's awesome. All right. What about you, Lauren? Um, me, well, I should say my husband and I, um, have really been enjoying Westworld season three. Um, so the season is pretty wild and my husband and I really like the show because it's, um, has a lot of like metaphors and things like that. And so, um, we enjoy a podcast called decoding Westworld. And so they review the episode and kind of go into all the subtle things that you missed in the episode and some of, I mean, even random, like why this character is named this particular way. And it's just really fascinating to me. So we've been really enjoying that. I'm going to have to check that out. Decoding. Yes, it helps. I am obsessed with that show as well. And it was on my list, but I didn't say it. (laughs) (laughs) Well, um, so my obsession this week is a blast from the past. So I enjoy, for some reason, my kids, when we saw Sonic the Hedgehog, it was one of those, like those throwbacks to like nostalgia because I love Sonic the Hedgehog back in the day. So we started playing that. I busted out my old Sega Genesis and we started playing that. Well, that kind of led us down this path of like old retro video games that I enjoyed as a kid. And so, uh, we started playing Banjo Kazooie. I don't know if anybody remembers that. Love like, Banjo Kazooie. Yeah, it's like the uh, the bear and the chicken. I think is what it is. And so it's they not a chicken. What is it? <laughs> it's like a roadrunner or something, oh. but it's definitely not a chicken. <laughs> well, my kids think it's a chicken, and so they love it. So they're like, "Do the chicken, do the chicken." They laugh and laugh and laugh. So, um, anyway, so it's been fun for my preschoolers to like sit there. It's so funny. They want me to play, so I'm enjoying it because I'm like, I'm playing video games as they're watching and they're telling me what to do. And um, it's like an old Nintendo 64 game, I believe. And so it's been, uh, yeah, it's been a lot of fun. So anyway, that's been my obsession this week. They're all always excited to play like old video games. So some of those old games are like super hard too. Mm-hmm. Like it's crazy. I'm like, I'm, I'm an adult now and I should be able to play this easily with no issue and i'm like this is this is hard stuff so banjo because we don't play though that is true <laughs> that is true that is true all right well hey uh if you have an obsession this week make sure you uh put it in the comments um of of basically if we're on instagram or or facebook if you're watching some of these replays and stuff but make sure you let us know about your obsession this week because we always like to find out interesting and cool things that are happening like lauren's got me on it's on the list now to watch westworld because i haven't watched it before and so um, I'm very excited to get into that and get all the craziness that she talks about, just so we can have conversations about it, I think, <laughs> mainly. But um, yeah, so let us know what your obsessions are, because it's always fun, especially during this crazy quarantine time. Mm-hmm. Uh, we just want to make sure that we're, we're engaging in different things and not getting too bored or too, you know, cabin fever-ish. And so we want to make sure to, to give you guys some awesome stuff to check out. So uh, with that being said, though, let's jump into our topic today, which is what, Lauren? How can we serve our community digitally that is a great uh great thing to uh, to jump into because obviously it is craziness right now um and so that's why like i said before we had amy morgan on today so um in light of obviously covid19 um amy what are you guys doing at pda know that is really you know how are you connecting with your with your uh, customers right now your community how are you making sure to get the word out and communication as well as you know making them feel like they're taken care of uh, uh, what are you doing right now Absolutely. So 
Um, we are in a unique situation um, in that we are actually a dental office. So um, because we are a dental office, we are under a set of mandates from the state that we had to technically close our doors. So we're not allowed to technically see patients in the office unless it's a dire emergency. And there we, you know, there's only a few things that fall into that category. So what we've kind of tried to do is use this time frame to um, educate our, our patients and their parents on what exactly an emergency is. And so I think for us, that is a way that we can still serve our community by giving out educational resources um, along with, you know, parenting tips, things like that. Um, we plan to go into, um, I came up with this idea the other day that we're going to have a online brushing party. Um, so we'll be doing that. And so that will allow us to kind of connect with the kids, but also encourage, you know, the parents to stay on top of brushing and things like that. Um, and then also, I think just continuing to, for me specifically, very importantly, is that just to continue to support local businesses. Um, I think that's another way you can serve your community without having to, you don't have to use social media technically for that, but still using your own resources that are available to you to support the local community. Um, and I just feel like that's a really an important thing is to continue to give value without asking for something in return at this time. Yeah, no, I love that. And that's I, that's one of the things that I, I absolutely love about Northwest Arkansas in general is we've seen so many businesses do some give back like type things. And actually, this happened during uh, Give Back NWA, which, um, Amy, do you ha do you know a lot about that? For the Northwest Arkansas Give campaign? Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. So we, we kind of talked to them and we had these big plans that got um, railroaded by COVID-19, but... <laughs> Um, you know, they did a really big just one day jump um, where they had other community partners, all the like nonprofits in Northwest Arkansas could apply to be a part of this program. And then they were given like matching grants and rewards and there were different gift cards for different types of social media campaigns and things like that. And all that money was donated within our community. It stays in our community. And there were also it was a way for local businesses to be involved at the same time with the nonprofits. Um, because a lot of the prizes came directly from like local banks and local businesses and stuff. Yeah, absolutely. And that's, it's kind of interesting that it happened kind of during this time dot. Was it originally scheduled for, for the, I think it was. Yes. Oh, it was. Okay. That's what I thought. That's awesome. Yeah. Just because, I mean, this was a time that, that really nonprofits needed it the most. So many companies were shutting down and kind of, you know, going into kind of lockdown mode and, and especially with funds and stuff like that. But it, it definitely, I was very surprised at the, at the numbers that came in of the amount of donations that were given. And so um, that, that's a, a wonderful thing, obviously, during this time of being able to give back and support, especially the local businesses and your community. And so it is one of those things that I think, uh, you know, we did a, a, uh, a giveaway as well, just very, very small compared to what a lot of people are doing. Um, Lauren, talk a little bit about about that because it was it was a lot of fun. Um, our giveaway that we did um, two weeks ago. Yeah, um, so it was a lot of fun to um, go out to some of our favorite um, local businesses that we had actually, most of them had been on our podcast, and it was just a really chance to gather some gift cards from them um, and do a fun giveaway to nominate someone who you think deserves this. And so we, we had thought particularly about teachers and healthcare workers um, or even police officers, like anyone who's having to be out and possibly getting exposed to this but serving our community. And so it was really fun to see people nominate who they thought in their community deserved these gift cards but at the same time partnering around our favorite local businesses that we would be devastated if they did not survive this particular season. 
Oh yeah, absolutely. And that's, that's one of those things that I think it makes it a little more special too. If you know that business and have that connection with them. Um, that's a great way to put it actually. <laughs> if they didn't exist, this would be, this would be hard. So especially uh, tacos for life. Uh, uh, you guys know me, <laughs> love me some tacos for life, some Onyx coffee, seven brew. We, we like our mm. coffee and tacos around here. So Apparently. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this, this quarantine state, we're going to have to figure out exactly the, the workout routine to, to make sure we don't go into a hibernation with bears. And anyway, it's crazy. Anyway, so we're, we're let's move on from that. Um, <laughs> uh, it is one of those things that I think we can, uh, you know, during, during this time of, of, really trying to do some give backs and stuff like that, but you're still having to market yourself, right? And so you're marketing your business, but you're trying to do it not not in a very insensitive way because, you know, the people are kind of struggling out there. So I guess it depends on, you know, how you're communicating. But Amy, what are you guys doing to really kind of combat that, but still be able to say, hey, we're here to help, we're here to serve, um, you know, we're still basically taking on new clients, you know, kind of preparing for after this goes through, you know, what are you guys doing to kind of, to kind of uh, combat that? Sure. I think, you know, it's been really important for us to remain on that sensitive side of, we understand that a lot of people in our, even in our community, but all across the U S are losing their jobs, which means they're losing their insurance benefits, which means, you know, all, you know, and it just spirals into all these things. And the last thing that they want to have to worry about is, well, what happens if my, you know, child's tooth starts to hurt and you can't see me or we got a flat tire. We don't know what to do. You know, like, I mean, I think that there's ways that you can still provide an educational value for them um, and give them information that they need to hear that may not bring you a sale or a patient right then. But they're going to remember that you were not trying to upsell them or whatever in a time when it could have been, you know, financially impossible for them. So um, that goes back to the same thing, educational resources. We've done a lot of videos um, educating our patients and parents on what exactly we're doing, why we're closed, um, what our plan is to reopen, and then what we can do to still take care of you, you know, even though we can't see your child in the practice. Um, And, you know, even like, maybe not in a healthcare situation, but even like a car repair shop, for instance, could do something like what all items should you have in your car in case of an emergency? So like they could talk about how, or how to fix a flat tire if you can't get, you know, to somebody or can't get a record to come out or things like that. Just providing that value. Um, Cause most of the time a flat tire is going to turn into a new tire, but they're going to have to put at least a spare on. So if you just teach them how to do the one thing that it can get them to you, then I think just that's a way to still provide value without asking for something in return. Oh yeah, no, that's fantastic. That's really good. And that's, that's a great example too, of still being able to give that value, but uh, you know, provide a way to basically say, Hey, we are a trusted resource. So that way, when you are ready to purchase that new tire, we're, we're here for you. And hopefully that they will remember like how they helped me out when I needed it the most. And by creating that content. Yeah. And just show up for them. I mean, go, you know, go on your feed, update your website, do everything you can to get the information out there that just because your doors are closed doesn't mean that you're not there for them. So don't just close up every single, you know, option to, to be able to communicate with your customers. You know, get out there, show your face, even if it's quick videos of what you're doing with your family, even if it's quick photos of what your employees are doing at home. Um, you know, share those ways that, that you're also practicing the CDC guidelines 
you know, any business can do that. Any business can show how their business is handling um, the current pandemic issues. You know, I mean, it's going to, it affects everyone, even if you're still open. So. I loved that we had a, an interview with um, Courtney Martin from Tesla Software, and she made the comment that she's like, you know, no matter what you do during this particular season, you want to be able to look back and say, we did it right, and we supported our community around us. And I think that's kind of, it's being able to think outside of the box and, and also not just about yourselves, that everyone is going through a tough time. How can we be part of the solution to help around um, while keeping our, our business afloat? Yeah, absolutely. And that's, um, Amy, you kind of hit on something too of, of sharing content um, in different formats too. And um, so that kind of leads us into even a next question of, you know, there are a ton of free resources out there, right? There are tons of things that people are producing and whatnot. And, and a lot of it is, is kind of a salesy pitch too, you know? And so um, I noticed that with us, we have the three preschoolers, right? And so um, trying to uh, to figure out homeschooling, there were almost an overload of resources out there, but we still landed on one uh, because it seemed simple and easy and easy to use and it came with recommendations from friends. Um, but they did some good job with, with content. And so I know you've always done an amazing job with creating different pieces of content. Like I said, even you know, stories seem to be kind of your go-to. You just, you do an amazing job of that. Um, what are some, some of those that content that you're producing or free resources that you guys are producing and how are you doing it in kind of a unique way that serves your audience and your, your community? Well, I think, you know, number one is we have a lot of content available that we've already made. So I encourage businesses to look back on what you've already produced and try to come up with a way to reintroduce that so that you're not reinventing the wheel necessarily, but you're also not having to spend more money, you know, doing a new video or getting another employee. And, you know, you can um, repurpose a lot of your content. Um, I know some people that do that. So, um, you know, it's one of those things where you probably have, if you're already doing some of the marketing, you probably have a lot of resources already. Um, Other thing is gather your employees. You know, like I said a little bit earlier, you know, what are they doing on their time off? If they're still in your building, or they're still within your, or working from home, show people working from home, show that you still got staff on board to help them. Um, if you're, you know, as the owner, show them what you're doing, you know, what you're doing in the community. Take, you know, I just posted some stuff with one of our doctors yesterday. He was out in a, you know, a state park um, with his kids, you know, practicing social distancing, getting outside, but still enjoying the area that we have right here in Northwest Arkansas. Um, and it was a way to kind of just show that, we're still in our community and we're still doing the things that we need to do within our community to be here. But, you know, again, none of that was any related to dental whatsoever. None of that had to do with Dr. Jason providing braces or Invisalign or anything like that. It literally was just a picture of him and his family. And we got a lot of response from that. Just, you know, um, even just direct messages saying that they liked it or whatever. Um, even just the most simple thing. Um, can really pay off in the end. And I think the most important thing in this whole thing is to continue to show up and just continue to, you hear it all the time to be consistent. And now is the most important time, especially with social media. People have nothing else to do right now, except to be on their tablets, you know, or be outside. So if they're not outside, then they're going to be inside and they're going to be on their mobile devices, on their laptops, on their iPads looking for content, looking for what their friends are doing, looking at what they're watching. And they're looking for that information now. Like we have 
we still have parents that are calling to schedule new patient appointments knowing that we are not open, but that's at top of mind. The things that are not in their normal day to day are now like, Oh my gosh, I should make a dental appointment while I'm sitting here, or I should make my oil change appointment or, you know, there's all kinds of different things that are um, coming up that are shocking to me that people are thinking about that. Yeah, absolutely. That's definitely one of those things that uh, I, I think you hit on a lot of um, really good stuff too. And, and that one is show up for your people, right? Show up and sure. consistently be there because they're, they are, they're on their phones, they're in there. So that, that content, those resources that you're creating, you want them to stop the scroll and see that stuff and still be engaged with you and let them know that you're there, right? If you go, if you go silent and you go dark, that, that only causes a little more anxiety when they do all of a sudden it's like, oh yeah, I needed to do that. We needed to schedule that appointment. We needed to whatever. Are they even still open? What's going on with them? And you don't want that fear to, to take over. You want them to be able to say, oh yeah, I've been seeing their stuff all the time. They're doing, they're doing fine. They're, they're doing great. They're here for us when we need them. Uh, I think that's fantastic. Um, and then obviously my favorite word, uh, repurposing, um, <laughs> reintroducing content, uh, is absolutely true. I think you, I think you hit the nail on the head there. You shouldn't have to be recreating, uh, the, you know, re recreating the will every single day. It should be one of those things that you, if you've already been preparing and creating awesome content and you're already marketing, uh, go back, go back and look at some of the older stuff that you've done. You know, a lot of it is probably still very relevant. Um, and my favorite word, another say. favorite word, <laughs> what's that? What's that other word? Would Lauren? you say that that content is like evergreen? <laughs> I would say, I would personally, I would say, yes, it is. Um, man, I love, <laughs> we have our, we have our trigger. Apparently it's a trigger word for poor Lauren. Um, so yeah, repurposing evergreen, obviously showing up. I think that's fantastic, Amy. So just to kind of sum it all up, right? So what's some advice that you would give to marketers right now of, of mainly small businesses who are, who are in this fight, who are, who are putting it out every single day? What's kind of some advice that you would tell them? I think just find the thing that you wish you knew about your company. If you knew nothing about your company, you know, what would you want to know? Find out what that thing is and then start talking about it. Like even if it's, you know, something like I've mentioned it several times, but anything in the educational content, people want to learn. People are going to um, YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, all that for DIY stuff to have, you know, how to figure out how to do things. And if you can find that one thing, um, it will really take off. I think for us that some of our best successes have been those. I mean, just the simple thing of how to brush your kid's teeth is something you wouldn't think that would be such a big deal. And, you know, that is the number one like requested video from us is where can we get information on how to brush our kid's teeth? Wow. And we already have a video about that. So I can just point them directly to where it can be found or send them the link or whatever. Um, again, something I struggled with as a marketer was worrying about people thinking, oh, I'm seeing the same thing over and over, or I saw that a year ago. And truth of the matter is no one knows that they saw that a year ago. <laughs> and so I think just don't be scared to repurpose things that are in your, you know, in your backlogs or whatever. Um, don't be afraid to reuse that. You only have to have a few seconds of that information to guide them to your website or guide them to your Facebook page. Um, or anything like that. Also, right now, another thing I would say that you could do in the meantime is, um, as far as resources and things like that, is find a way to um, compile an email list now yeah. so that when you are reopened and are able to start providing new services or as 
you know, um, different kinds of lockdowns are lifted and things like that, that you, they know that when you're going to be reopened, they know what services you're going to be ready to provide when that happens. Um, I think that's been one of the most um, important resources for us is having that email list um, that's going to allow them to be able to be the first ones to know when we reopen. So they're going to get first priority. And I think that the value of an email list kind of gets lost sometimes, but I think it doesn't have to be like an everyday thing that you send them out an email or anything like that. It's just about having a quick access to content for them. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I think those are fantastic points. Yeah. Um, those are all different ways to, to connect with those, with your audience out there. Um, and especially in a situation where, like you said, they're not, they're not going to remember what you did last year. They're not. I mean, and that's just, that's just one of those things that I think we all have to remember. It's, uh, it's, you want to be, you want to be in their feed, make sure you're providing that value. But, um, a lot of times it's a good refresher as well. You know, if you did it a year ago or even six months ago, they may need that same video to be like, Oh yeah, I was going to learn about that. How many times do we do that ourselves where I'm like, yeah, I, I watched that video and I was going to go back and rewatch it to make sure I got all the points. And then you never do because life gets in the way. So, um, that is part of showing up for your customers. I think that's fantastic, Amy. Um, Lauren, any final, final words or final thoughts there? I think Amy really um, summed it up well that you should be doing something that just closing down completely and just going through the storm. It, it's not enough as much as it's justified that this is hard. Um, making sure to reach out to your community. Um, we do have a voice um, through digital um, social media channels and you should totally be using it to educate your audience on why they should be coming back when your doors are open. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I think that's fantastic. So, Hey, Amy, thank you again, uh, for joining us today. Obviously so good. I mean, you might be the first person that's done it three times. Is that right, Lauren? Do we have a three timer? Yes. Oh, my bad. <laughs> Amy, we're going to, right. we're going to get you the fourth time. We're going to get you a, a prize for something. So I'm sorry. sure you'll come up with something for me to talk about, Brian, and then I'll <laughs> pretend like I know nothing, and then I'll come on here and talk. And then you'll just blow our minds with amazing content and all these you know, knowledge bombs. Yeah, yes. Yes, absolutely. Well, hey, we appreciate it so much. And I know that our uh, our listening audience and viewing audience appreciates it so as well. Where can people, if they want to get in touch with you or follow what you're doing, where can they uh, find you at? So first of all, I just want to say that I am a fan of this podcast. So being <laughs> on the podcast is very exciting for me because I, as a marketer, I use your podcast to get ideas and things like that. And I learned something on every single episode that I didn't know. So We've also used a lot of the people that you've brought onto your podcast. We use some of their services as well. So um, if you're not already subscribed to Go Rogue, you need to uh, go ahead and do that. But Thank you, you can find me. Um, our website is smilesorwild.com. And we can also be found on Facebook and Instagram by searching Smiles or Wild. And we also have an amazing YouTube channel. Unfortunately, at the time, you have to search our entire office name for that, which is <laughs> Pediatric Dental Associates and Orthodontics. <laughs> and, you know, you can always email me at amy at smilesorwild.com. Awesome. Thank you so much, Amy. Make sure you guys reach out to her. Follow uh, on all those platforms because she does an amazing job of, of really connecting with her digital audience. So thank you guys again, and we will see you next week.
All right. It's rapid fire time. And Lauren, go. All right. No judgment, but what is your favorite coffee drink to order? Be truthful. Totally pick this just because I, I did. You. I know you did. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so mad at you right now, but okay, here we go. It is a depending on my mood. Okay, it could be a triple grande, any vanilla latte, add sugar-free caramel with extra whip, but you have to serve it to me in a venti cup. That's how we do it. <laughs> That's it. Here's the deal. One thing that you guys probably don't know is uh, we love Amy Morgan. She's awesome. <laughs> and uh, she, uh, I've, I have ordered that drink for her a couple of times when we were hanging out, meeting up at Starbucks or something. And I usually have to get back out the text message and I'm like, okay, here we go. I need this. And I, I here's the deal. I can't say anything. So I'll do mine next because... <laughs> Because yours is, is just no better. <laughs> yeah, mine is just as bad. Um, and so mine is a from Seven Brew. So it's different. So from well, I'm gonna go, okay. We're gonna go Seven Brew. Uh, Seven Brew, one of my one of my favorite coffee shops. Uh, a large light iced, sugar free German chocolate with almond milk, and I think that's it. Did you say light ice? I did. I think I said light iced. Yeah. So. That's a, that's a complicated one for anybody who's who's ordering for me. Speaking yeah, you're of, you're not allowed to make fun of me anymore. <laughs> no, I just love the fact that it has to be in a venti or a venti cup in order to like that was so new to me for it's your for order. It's for the whip. It's so yeah. you can actually get extra whip because they put extra whip in there. You're, it's going to flow over the sides, mm-hmm. and the barista actually is the one who recommended that. Oh. So it was recommended to me by an actual barista. So. I was going to say, I used to be a barista and that was actually pretty common for people to ask to do because um, okay. they didn't like it spilling over as much as well. So if they were sensitive to like hot stuff as well, that they would just ask it to be in a bigger cup. Interesting. All right, Lauren. Okay. So mine's not crazy. I know. I know. <laughs> and I'm not saying you guys, you guys get what you want, which I think is good. Um, uh, if I'm going to seven brew, I like an iced, um, smooth seven. <laughs> I do like from Starbucks, their sweet cream cold brew. It's pretty good. Well, it's good. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, sorry. I'm not very exciting. <sighs> but me and Amy, we're over here shamed. Right now. <laughs> not shamed. Again, I am not empowered shamed. to order what shamed. you want. <laughs> empowered. There is no shame in my coffee game. At all. <laughs> hey, that needs to be. I, I feel like now that's going to be on a T-shirt that you create. Yes, there like, is no, no shame, shame in, in my, my coffee, coffee game. game. <laughs> yep. All right. And I order that drink no matter where I'm ordering from. Hey, so it doesn't have to be a specific place. I literally say all those things. But it's funny is I walk, I will order and I'll be like, okay, are you ready for the most extra order that you've gotten all day? And they're like, I bet somebody's already topped it. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> all right. What's our uh, next rapid fire, Lauren? What was your favorite game to play as a child? Oh. It can be a board game. It can be, a, I guess, computer game. It can be whatever. Video game, Sonic the Hedgehog, you know. I, I got never, mine whenever you Do it. Go, you, Amy. Go. Okay. Um, the game Perfection. It's not, it's not necessarily a board game, but it's the game where you have to add all, put all the shapes in before the time yes. runs out or it pops up. Yes, and we actually, they re-released that, you know, it's it's pretty, they still have it out, is what I'm saying, and we gave it to our kids one year, 
um, for Christmas and they loved it. They played it for hours. It's super so fun. It yeah. Yeah. Mine was a uh, sorry. It was sorry. Was that the where you kind of did the same thing where it's like a popper in the middle of it? And no, that's trouble. Things. I was gonna say trouble. that's definitely not sorry. Trouble. That was so much fun. It's like a board which game is so much sorry. more appropriate for you than sorry. Yes. <laughs> true. <laughs> true. Um, yeah. What about you, Lauren? Frogger. Oh, Frogger. Yeah. I like. I should have said Cubert. I didn't think about it. Oh. <laughs> yeah. I liked me some Frogger. Yeah. Froggers stress me out like all the time. Yeah, I could get run I, over. Yeah, I just couldn't. Like Crossy Bird, I think is a newish Frogger. Newish? Yeah, I mean it's like <laughs> ten years old. But okay, still it, Frogger's like from the eighties, right? I mean it's, it's or seventies maybe. It's I mean, old. It's, yeah. So okay, I don't feel as bad, but yeah, it, it stressed me out. So <laughs> anyway, those are good, Lauren. Thank you so much. That's Thanks. awesome. Yeah. Thanks. Thanks, Amy. Those were. Uh, I, I feel. More in my element now with our coffee, our coffee order. So no shame in your coffee game. We're going like, to trademark that. Going to make a shirt or something like you said. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. That's right. All right. Hey, awesome. And we're out. Listen, uh, Tranquility Base here. The Eagle has landed.